0: I'm Terry Taylor, and this is the Interior Design Business Academy Podcast. As an interior designer, you may be thinking, I love what I do, but I am so overworked and underpaid. Let me tell you, I've been there too. I spent many years learning from my own mistakes and developing proven strategies and systems to make interior design a profitable career while keeping it fun and creative. So now, I'm here to help you get paid what you're worth. If you're ready for some straight talk about how design business really works and you're ready to break through old belief systems that are holding you back and shift into beliefs that support your goals and bring lasting success, you are in the right place. everyone has an inner voice, me included, right? And often that voice talks to us all the time. It's kind of a subconscious thing in the back, in the background, yet it runs consistently. Our brains just keep producing this stuff over and over and over again. And often this voice that's in the background is very critical. It's disempowering. And sometimes it's even mean, um, and, and it's kind of like having a bad roommate on your shoulder who just never shuts up, just la, 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 la you know? And if you could manage it, you would say, stop, go in your room and shut the door, go away. But it's with us all the time, right? And it's constantly telling you you can't do things or you shouldn't do things or or unable to do things, right? So, you know, things like you're not ready for that big job. What do you think you are? Or you're not good enough yet. You can't do that. You can't be in design awards. Uh, uh-uh. uh. Okay. Who do you think you are? Right. You can't play with the big boys and big girls yet. You know, you don't, you don't know enough. You're not in that league. Right. You'll embarrass yourself. Right. Or they'll find out you're an imposter. <laughs> you have any of those thoughts? Cause most of us do. And they run in the background all the time. You know, and it's awful, awful stuff. And you know what? Sometimes the way you talk to yourself is far, far worse than what would you would ever, ever say to your children. You would never do that. Yet the self-talk goes on and on behind you in the background, right? Kind of conscious, kind of not conscious, but you know it's back there and you know it's driving your life. It's running things, right? And preventing you from being who you can be. Okay, it's preventing you from becoming totally design fee based. So you would have, you would be very, very profitable, and you would have happy clients, and you would get jobs done way faster. And the whole process would work better because you had a system. Okay. Or it can keep you from establishing relationships with, with big, big builders and remodeling GCs and that sort of thing. These people who's, who need your services and who could pull you into these big jobs that you want and be a partner, be part of their team. But you don't go there because these voices in the background are going, Oh, no, no, <laughs> you can't do that yet. You have to do this or you have to do that or you're not ready or you're not good enough. You know what I'm talking about. It goes on and on. It comes up again when when you get in a position where you need to ask for a $35,000 design fee to do this $250,000 furniture project, and it's scary. Okay, absolutely scary. Often often our designers will say, you know, I have sticks in my stomach before I said it, you know? And then once I said it, it was she went, Oh, okay, fine. All right. But but nonetheless, that voice is causing that that agony and that that frustration and that difficulty into getting where you're going. I mean, it it's simply the voice is in your own way. Okay. Now, here at IDBA, we just completed one of our monthly workshops. Um, We do this consistently besides our are, you know, four two day retreats each year. And, you know, all the other pieces we do, we do a monthly workshop on, on whatever it is that we think everybody needs right at the moment. And this last one we did was just about this. It was called, whose voice is this taming the inner voice? And, and it was really powerful because, because so many of us, so many of us um, struggle with this piece. And this is often, a key player in why we're not getting where we want to go. You know, we know you're talented. We know you know how to do this. We know you're very capable. You've got the heart. You've got the the creativity. You've got the high bar for getting it right. But there's this this voice in the background is just dragging you backwards or keeping you from stepping up into what you really want to do. And what I've learned over the 12 years that I've been leading IDBA is that that you can have all the, the checklists and the scripts and the contracts and all the other stuff I create, worksheets, systems, all that stuff that's in our library and our education side, but it doesn't work if your mindset's not there. If your mind is still saying, oh, you're not good enough to do that. Oh, no, that's for other people. You can't do that. If you've still got that stuff going on in the background, it's going to be really hard. In fact, it's impossible. It won't work. But what I know is soon as is, we can shift the way you feel about things, the way you think about things, about what you think can happen, everything becomes easy. All that technical stuff is a piece of cake. You just follow the steps, you know, one, two, three, four, there it is, boom, that easy, right? So all of this, all of this hinges on this mindset piece of what you think you can do and what you think you can't do. Okay, um, this, this inner voice is just a big, big piece of the puzzle. You know, it your perception of what's true creates your reality. I'll say that again. Your perception creates your reality. What that means is what you think will happen, what you think you are, what you think it is, will color your vision and you will actually create that. Okay, so if, when you shift what you think will happen, The other end manifests in a whole different way. You start getting really what you want. So once you shift that part, you know, then it becomes easy. So here's my advice take some quiet time. Take some quiet time and journal. Sit down and write. Okay. You need to get quiet. You need no distraction. I, you know, I, I, I go, I go to Starbucks and get a, get a giant latte and sit in the corner with it, right? And, you know, headphones and the whole thing. I can make my little cocoon and just start writing about what those thoughts are. What is it's coming up? Okay. The, the, the way we put it in the, in the, in our, in our training webinar is what's in your box? What is this box in your mind that's got all of these rules and beliefs and limiting things? What are they? What are they? If you actually focus on them, you can pull it up, right? We know that it's a subconscious piece, right? But it doesn't mean that you can't become aware of it because you can't, because this is how you're going to get rid of it, right? We're going to focus on that side, and once you get that list going of your four or five, try to find four or five things that that you tell yourself that that stop you, that you know, that get in your way, and then the question to ask is, is it true? Is it actually true? Because 99.9% of the time, it's not true. It's not true at all. It's just some old thing that's stuck in there that's running in the background that, that keeps you stuck. All right. So, so when you hear that, you can't do that. You know, is that true? Well, you have the training. You you know more than your clients know, right? <laughs> you know, or the, the I'm not good enough yet. That's that's the crazy one. And we we all do that. But the reality is, is you know more than your clients, you know more than you did last year, you know, and we get good at design by doing design jobs. Now sometimes we get caught in the perfection thing about that and we'll do a job and, and make it not good enough. Like like something's wrong in there that we would Correct next time. I personally was really bad about that as a young designer. I got myself in some really difficult situations on jobs that clients loved, thought they were absolutely fabulous, and I didn't like the way they put it together. They did, you know, my workroom didn't do it right. Somebody didn't do something right. And I made a big deal about it and caused a big woo-haw in the job that didn't need to be there. Those clients were happy. Everybody would have been happy. It was just me. <laughs> Making it not good enough, right? And causing this big mess for myself, where had I kept my mouth shut, <laughs> it wouldn't have happened. <laughs> I have a big, I have a big ugly story that goes to that, that comes to mind. I, I won't, I won't go into it here, but it was a lesson hard learned. All right. A very hard learned lesson. Right. So you are good enough. You are, you are certainly good enough for anything that comes into your mind. Quite frankly, uh, we're told by the spiritual leaders that if it's, if it's in your head, if you can think of it, then it's possible. Okay. If you can imagine it, you can do it. You imagine what you're doing when you create a design and for a room right? You create something that's not there in your head, and then you have a process to where you actually produce it, and it comes out to be 95% of what was in your mind. Well, <laughs> let's put in your mind what you want to do with your business, all right? And not let those those thoughts get in the way that stop you and, and get in your way. So you're not ready for a big job? Why not? of course you're ready for a big job. What would what would stop you? You have the process. You've got the pieces. It's just a matter of of working your way through it. Of course you can do it. Or you can't play big. You can't play with the big boys. Of course you can. It's a matter of just stepping in and saying, this is what I can do. This is how I can help you. And they're thrilled to have you there okay? It's not some special club for everybody. It's just a matter of getting rid of those thoughts, figuring out what these these high-end people are doing or businesses are doing or contractors or developers, that sort of thing, and go talk to them business to business. You can do that, okay? You can do that once you let go of this idea that they're going to think you're an imposter, because they're not, <laughs> right? They're not. That's your story. That's what you're running in the background. And that's what's tripping you up, is that whole idea of somehow they are not good enough, right? And it's simply not true. Simply not true. I mean, you have all the training that you need. <laughs> You've done plenty of jobs. You're moving forward. Why not step up? Why not? Sometimes designers get in a place where they won't step into an opportunity that looks really good, that actually, you know, they're invited into a great big job, right? And, and they'll get into a place where, where they feel like, well, I don't know enough yet. I don't know enough yet to do a whole house. I've never done a whole house. Well, the only way you learn how to do a whole house is to do a whole house, right? <laughs> it's, we get better by doing jobs, right? And doing a whole house is just doing a piece at a time. It's like, how do you eat an elephant? Well, one piece at a time with a nice plan of how you're going forward and getting all this stuff in it. So, it, you know, it's all doable. It's all doable. It's just a matter of realizing that you've got this story running in your head that likely isn't true. Okay, it isn't, it isn't true. And so, okay, once we've discovered that, then you can say, well, Terry, then what? <laughs> then, what then what happens? <laughs> all right, all right. I know I've got these stories about I can't do this yet. I'm not ready yet. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, you know, the, the whole thing going on there. How do you get past that? Well, you get past it by recognizing when that thought comes up, by paying attention to your thoughts in the background. Now, I will tell you the way I got into this and got figuring out my own stuff, because I've been doing this for years, right? You're not alone. It's like, <laughs> we, we all struggle with this stuff. But I attached the idea of what are you thinking about, Terry, to something I did physically every day. Like putting my hand on the shower door. I'm going to go take a shower. Showers are a good place to think, right? Your mind goes all over the place in the water. You'll, you'll, you'll have the great, next great idea for a job, or you can put yourself in a pit, quite frankly, because your mind just runs. I, I don't know why it is with the water, but, but it does that to us. But the idea there is to, to connect to, um, what is it? What, you know, what is it that I'm thinking about? Okay, I put my hand on that door, I opened that door, and I go, what are you thinking about, Terry? And I realized I'm thinking about, about a job that went south five years ago, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like, come on, Terry, come on, five years ago, all right? And I had, I had a good client that I'd worked for for years, and we were remodeling her kitchen, had the whole thing torn out, her husband retired, okay? And suddenly, he wanted to remodel the kitchen, he wanted me out of there and there was no way of talking him out of it, I had to figure out how to get myself out of there And make sure that all my people had been paid. My subs were paid that the company was paid for the portion that we did. Now we could have gone after him for the whole thing and forced it. I don't, I don't do that, right? That's, you you know, you want to, you want to stay good with your clients. And if that's what he wants, fine. Okay. But, but we negotiated through all of that and got it all figured out. And we got paid for everything we did. And he got to finish the kitchen. And I have no idea what he did with it and what the mess was. We heard some of it from the <laughs> from the vendors that were involved, <laughs> and I think it probably wasn't good. But you know what? It's over. It's over. I was very, very proud of myself that I managed to negotiate my way through that mucky, mucky mess, and got paid for everything we did, and came out where we should. We didn't gather all the profit we could have, but we got we got enough chunk of profit for the part we did to feel good about okay we can tie this up we can give it to you here's the package here's all the things you could do whether you follow them or not <laughs> he didn't but but you know the whole idea of of running that mucky thing in my brain about how miserable that was and how awful it felt to have be taken out of a job right away. He literally locked us out of the house, wouldn't let us come back in. I mean, it was that kind of a weird thing. And to be thinking about that five years later and letting that cloud my thinking about the things I need to do today is terrible, all right? that That is like the aha, Right. And I can, I can, then when that happens, I go, ah, no, you're not worth that. (laughs) Go away. (laughs) Go away. (laughs) That's not, you're not part of my life. Gone. Okay. And I could let that thought go and turn my thoughts to something far more positive. The, the great job that we're working on now or all the, the, the projects that I'm writing for, for IDBA. All, you know, there's a whole, a whole piece around being able to, be aware of what you're thinking and then manage it. Okay. So, so when we're talking about managing it, what I'm talking about is when you become aware of one of those negative thoughts that just leaped into your brain again and is, is, it is changing your emotional state, which it does, you know, getting into something mucky will depress your energy and give you some low vibration. And in low vibration, you can't attract the kind of clients you want. And you, you know, you're not in the space you need to be to create what you want to create. Okay. So we want to let go of those thoughts. We want to tell them, ah, I don't need you. Gone, gone. What we know from the brain science guys is that your subconscious mind has no ability to decipher truth from fiction. Okay. It doesn't know the difference. It only knows what it's been told over and over again with conviction. Okay? Repetition and conviction is what changes your subconscious mind. Okay? Now, the fact that that stuff got in there probably back when you were a little girl, little kid, little boy, <laughs> you know, um, is, is a really no matter. I mean, you can figure out where it came from and that's kind of an interesting thing. But, but it isn't, you know, it isn't about blaming what happened. It's about, okay, how do I move out of this? How do I fix it? Well, um, affirmations work pretty well. And so that's always been my method of when one of those negative, murky thoughts come up that just flatten my energy. I go, no, uh, uh-uh, uh, you're not worth it. Okay. So let me give you an affirmation that you might be able to use when you're paying attention to your thoughts and one of those, you're not good enough or they're going to think you're an in a, imposter in a or, you know, that kind of stuff comes up that just stops you in your tracks. Um, here's what you could say. You could say, no, that's not true. I'm a great designer. My clients love me and what I do. I am really good at this. Okay. Just like that. Now, I take affirmations like that. I write them on a sticky note. I put them on my computer screen. I put it on my vanity mirror. I put it on the dash of the car. Every time I see them, I say it out loud. I just repeat it over and over and over again. Why? Because that's how subconscious gets shifted, right? And eventually, because I say that over and over again, it'll just become rote, and those icky things won't come up again, you know, or that icky thing <laughs> won't come up again. There's probably even another one that you. I mean, it's kind of like peeling the onion, you know. There's always another one, but but you know, as you work your way down, your energy level improves, and you start attracting what you want because it, here, get your perception of what is defines your reality. Okay, and so the the key here is to change your perception of what's going on. So again, that affirmation if you want to write it down, write it down going, "No, nah, that's not true. I'm a great designer and my clients love me and what I do, I'm going to do this." Okay? Just like that. Okay? And that will begin to change the 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 ground, <laughs> fertilize the ground that these thoughts are growing out of, right? So that you get to kind of thoughts in your brain that you really want to have there and so that you can move forward. So finally, in the in the total of this, I want to share a quote from, from Henry Ford of all people and that kind of just recaptures all of this. And he says, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. <laughs> so I will leave you with that. <laughs> Design something beautiful and get paid what you're worth. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Interior Design Business Podcast. If you love what you're hearing each week, let me know by leaving a rating and a review. And don't forget to follow the show so you don't miss out on clear, proven, repeatable, step-by-step recipes for attracting ideal luxury clients I share in each episode. As always, you can head over to interiordesignbusinessacademy.com to check out the links and resources from this episode. Till next week, design something beautiful and get paid what you're worth.